What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Swole Mates podcast. Um, and I'm today not we, Alyssa. yeah, he's not he's not Alyssa. I'm not prettier, prettier. <laughs> uh, I should say more handsome. Right. Um, so yeah, we have uh, Coach Nick here. Uh, Nick is Alyssa and I's trainer and uh, mentor as well. Alyssa's at work, so before you ask, Alyssa's at work. She wanted to be on, but she couldn't today. Um, now we wanted to have Nick on and talk about a bunch of great things. He's really helped Alyssa and I like within our relationship. Um, and then also just helped us a lot grow, like grow a lot physically and mentally. Mm. So we wanted to kind of just touch on some topics that we've talked about in the past and maybe can help a few of you guys out. So, yeah, um, so go ahead, tell everyone kind of who you are, give yourself a little background, a little introduction. Oh boy. Well, doesn't have to be long. Joe, uh, Joe talked me up more than you probably should have, but my name is Nick. I've been a coach for almost a decade now. Been doing this thing for almost ten years, and through that time, I've, you know, owned my own gym. Was like my first real, my first real business was like brick and mortar gym that I opened up when I was twenty one. Yeah, and um, from there, made the transition to online full time, and then I've been doing that for like the last six. Yeah, I met you guys. And from there, I've just learned a lot of yeah. lessons yeah. the hard way. Um, <laughs> my entire life, I've always been stubborn and did things my own way and always got fucked up from it. And yeah. just from that, you know, produces wisdom. Right? Right. Wisdom's the, the lesson that you needed after you've already needed it. So unfortunately, that was how I developed my wisdom. Right, right. <laughs> you know? Always. But uh, it's, it's done very well for me and the people that I serve. Yeah. So it's offered me a lot of different perspectives. Um, I've been a lot of different people, both good and bad, if yeah. you know whatever your interpretation is of that. But it, it's allowed me to view things full full circle and really just get as much information out of things to make calculated decisions moving forward. So right. you know, I've done you know business mentoring. I do personal development mentoring. I do life coaching. I've done more certifications that I can even count i'm just right. like there's always some sort of certification course up on my laptop right, that i'm right. doing yeah, yeah. Just, just don't stop and um it's funny because you know, i probably have 15 16 certification certifications around yeah. like life coaching or NL, nlp yeah, yeah. stuff like that i just have never posted a single one and reddit's like he has no certifications he's, oh he's reddit reddit loves he's you dangerous <laughs> i think you you may be one of the most popular people on reddit. I, I think i've been like a trending top celebrity on reddit for like a year and a half straight. But here's hey, you well, know okay, I have a really, really, really funny okay, story. Yeah, I have me, a really funny me. story about this. So last week I uh, I hopped on an inter interview call for my mentorship. Yeah. And uh, it was this girl and she was like, Yeah, you know, da, 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 I heard about she's like, cool. We were talking a little bit about her business and like kinda like where she's struggling, like limited belief system wise, and like she had a couple of traumas, and we were like, Cool, we can get through all that. And then I was like, you know, how'd you find me? And she was like, To be honest, I came across a Reddit thread of you. And then I saw how many Reddit threads there were. <laughs> and she was like, it told me that you must be doing something right. <laughs> so because of Reddit, Reddit is now a client acquisition portal for me. Wow. <laughs> so thanks, guys. <laughs> I was gonna say, I was, I was gonna say the second that you uh, the second that you say Reddit, they all come swimming into the comments and you know, take stuff, watch it, and then just take something that you say and twist it out of complete spiral it completely. It's like a out political campaign, dude. Yeah. It's just it's just Here's the thing is like, it is what it is, you know? And um, that's been your slogan recently. Yeah, it just is what it is. Like, what, <laughs> you, what am I going to do about it? You yeah. know, like at the end of the day, I, I think that's important to understand. Like your message isn't for everybody. Like I'm not for everybody. Yeah. And I don't, I don't pretend to be, I never will pretend to be. So it's like, if somebody takes something that I say, like I did a, I did a spiel on my story uh, a couple of days ago about like the body positivity movement, Yeah, you know? And I was like, I mean, that, I'm not a supporter. 
Yeah. I, I don't support the body positivity movement. I'm sorry. I, I don't think that you should get praise if you're 200 pounds overweight. I don't think if you're quadruple XL that instead of society saying like, hey, human beings aren't supposed to get to that. Like you have, here's the thing. That's a full-time job. Yeah. It is. Oh, it like, is. I don't, I'm, I'm sorry. And like, if you're watching this and you're quadruple XL, I don't think any less of you. I don't think you're a bad person. I don't think that you suck. But I think that something in your life happened where you turned to food, obviously, as an emotional coping mechanism. And instead of dealing with that trauma, you've chosen to build a layer of armor around you and dive yourself into food. And like, I was like, I don't, I don't support that. Yeah. Right. Like, I, I'm never like people tried to cancel impact clothing a couple of years ago because I didn't have anything over an XL. I was like, you guys don't even buy the XLs. Yeah. Why would I, <laughs> why would I, why would I make more? And like, that's just, that's not my mission. Yeah. Like my mission isn't to conform to other people. My mission is to help people become better. And if somebody's a triple XL, it doesn't help. I'm not making them better by going, Hey, stay exactly where you are. Yeah. And I'll just make clothes to fit you. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, you know, and a lot of people tried to cancel me. They're like, you're, I can't believe you're saying that you're a fitness coach. I'm like, I'm, I I'm, I'm can't believe I'm not saying that because yeah. I'm a fitness coach. Yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? But at the end of the day, like, I'm not for everybody. And I think that too many people try to make everything that they're putting on social media like super broad so they don't offend anybody. Yeah. And it's like if you do that enough times, you water down your message so much that it stops becoming your message. And then the people that you're actually trying to help or the people that you're supposed to help can't get you. Yeah. Because you're not being yourself. Yeah. You know? So it's like I definitely think that a lot of people on social media have to portray a certain thing, you know, to, to fit in right to the, to the norms. There's this trend that I've seen on TikTok recently. And it was like, um, it was, you know, praising some influencer, not even within fitness, but someone that's just like a, a fashion blogger or something like that. I think okay. in like, um, Europe somewhere. And they were like, she's really the only true, like authentic, uh, authentic influencer. Right? right. Like she posts whatever she wants. Right. And she'll post like pictures that, you know, aren't edited where she doesn't look maybe the greatest or whatever in people's mm -hmm. eyes. Like she doesn't look all pretty and sparkly. She just posts what she wants and she always just puts a good message with it. And the thing is, is everyone's like, man, she's been here from the beginning or this or that. And it's like, dude, being, being an authentic influencer has always been the thing, right? Like that's, yeah, it's always been a thing. And that's like the, how you crack the code. Exactly. And <laughs> the people that are the most successful, are the ones that go on and talk about facts and speak the truth and just speak their mind. And again, it's, you're not going to fit in with everyone. And so I think that I've had that a lot more recently in, um, my TikTok videos, for example, of just like, a lot of people will like go on and be like, oh, that's not a great exercise or it's this or it's that or, mm. you know, this whole, the whole optimal trend of, is that really the best oh thing God. you could be doing? Every, everybody's a genius. Yeah. Right. Oh my God. If you have an iPhone, you're a genius. Yeah. And so it really, but it really does kind of get into your head and it really does kind of um, fuck with the way that you view yourself, right? Because especially the situation that I kind of came into is being told, oh, that's, that's shitty. That's horrible. You're mm. nothing. You're no one over and over and over you begin to believe it right i mean that's another day of the office for me. yeah <laughs> you know what i mean that's just like a Monday so morning so when in. you get stuff like that yeah. for people that maybe have let's just say people that may be in like an environment where people don't support them right they're mm -hmm. they're talking down on them or they're maybe in a shitty job where you know people are just constantly kind of coming down on them what's advice that you can give to people um instead of you know listening to like oh i'm a piece you know i'm told i'm a piece of shit 50 times a day so mm -hmm. therefore i must be you know what i mean right what advice do you kind of give to people because i know that you've helped me break out of that mm -hmm. um and i'm i'm still kind of working on it but what advice do you kind of right. give to everyone? so it's <clears throat> a really good question i think this is something that i really struggled with when i first started just like life 
as yeah. like somebody successful, yeah. you know, and like successful, define that however you want. But to me, I was the fucking man yeah. when I was 21, had my gym, e even up till, you know, recently, like God, maybe a year and a half, two years ago, I just uh, really, I, you know, I've always been a genuine guy to help people yeah. always. This has always been my thing. But like outside of that, I was very driven by like, look what I've done. Yeah. Look how successful I am. And um, when somebody would tell me that like I was a piece of shit or something, I'd be like, what? 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 Fuck you. Like it would just, yeah. it would spiral me Yeah, because I was like, you know, and I, it was a lot of um, trauma fear-based Yeah, because I was like, you know, I'm not worthy unless I'm being successful, unless yeah. I'm making more money, unless I'm crossing all these boxes off, then I'm not successful and I'm not worthy. So yeah, somebody yeah. to come in and tell me like, fuck you, you're a piece of shit was like triggering like this fucking seven-year-old boy in myself yeah. to like defend myself and yell and all this stuff. And it was like, when I finally paused and was like, why does one random person that I have no, I don't even know, yeah. right? They have no profile picture. They're not following anybody. Nobody's following them. It's private, yeah. right? It's like, fuck you, Nick87 is the username, right? Like, yeah. it's just like <laughs> clearly somebody made a fake profile to hide and talk shit. I'm like, why am I... I always, I always picture somebody like at home in like pajamas <laughs> with a blanket, just like typing on a computer. Like this will get just them. Like, yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. this will, this will get them. Yeah. Mm. You know? Yeah. And like that, that helped me a ton, but <clears throat> it wasn't until I went back and like really was like, why is a random stranger like derailing me to this point? Yeah. Like, and if I'm going to let somebody do that, like I, I'm not the one in control of my life. I'm not right. the one in control. Like these people have more power than me. I don't even know them. Right. And I was like, well, I don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like that kind of sucks. And I think uh, a conversation I had a, a long time ago, I think it was um, Russell Brunson said this was it, for every like one to 200 people that love you, you, if you need to have at least one to five people that hate you. Yeah. And if you don't, then you're just not marketing yourself hard enough. Yeah. And you're trying you're, like your message is not a priority. Your advertising is not a priority. So like to circle that back and answer your question, like what to tell people if people are like telling them they're a piece of shit, like good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if somebody tells you that you suck or somebody feels the need to go out of their way to be like, how dare you post this? Or like, yeah. I can't believe you said this. You suck. It's like, well, I obviously did something that is in the line of polarity. Yeah. And polarity is where you help people have breakthroughs like polarity is where you change polarity is where you make money truly yeah. like that's where the wealth goes is is doing things so off of the normal spectrum that people either hate you or love you because yeah. you either inspire them or you trigger them that's the difference like yeah. that's polarity yeah right and other people's emotions are not my problem right like that's not my responsibility right if i tell you like hey you're poor because you're focusing on this and somebody's like how dare you say that i'm like or somebody goes, I literally, I'm not kidding. I had a conversation about this last night in my DMs. Uh -huh. Talked about bringing impact back. And this girl was like, how dare you do this? Like, I'm poor right now. Like, she was joking. Yeah. And I was like, went coach mode. I'm like, yeah. what do you mean you're poor? You know? Yeah. And she's like, oh, boy. And uh, we talked a little bit. And she was like, well, you know, like, I'm a mom. I've got three kids. Like, income's not the best. So, like, I need to, like, make sacrifices. And I was like, well, here's the problem. You're focusing on bringing things down. Yeah. And that's why you're poor. Because yeah. it's like. Oh, if my living expenses are six thousand, I can only get that down to six thousand. Yeah. So if we focus on I need to make sacrifices, then we're gonna stay down here. But yeah. if we focus on, well, my living expenses are six thousand, how do I get to sixteen thousand? Yeah. How do I get twenty six thousand? How do I get to thirty six thousand? Yeah. It's like when you focus on going up instead of trying to keep yourself down, you like you realize that was a concept to me that was like oh my god, like blew my mind. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure I got that from Grant Cardone. Yeah. Like I listened to him say that and I was like, 
Well, that makes so much sense. <laughs> yeah. It's well, because like so I mean, obvious. and that's that's literally that's literally something that I hear like all the time, right? And um, you know, I've had this like happen with clients in the past where they're mm. just like, oh, like you know. I don't want to do in-person training or anymore, this or that, you know, it's just, uh, it's, I'm trying to budget my expenses and whatnot. And I know exactly what you're talking about. Cause that's what I used to do. Yep. Right. That's exactly what I used to do. And I remember we used, we used to have those conversations, right? Because mm-hmm. one of the breakthroughs that I definitely had, um, in the past, probably like, probably like, uh, like six to eight months ago mm-hmm. was kind of just the one, I think that we had talked and I was so frustrated. I think, I was working at melting pot or whatever. It was probably like 10 months ago mm-hmm. and I was working at melting pot and I hated it. Right. And I was just like, and I went all into like the online coaching and instead of trying to, um, instead of trying to, you know, bring my expenses down and trying to pull, like spend as little as possible. It was kind of just, well, let me just make more money. Right. Right. Like and that's, a, that's it. Like yeah. You crack the code. Yeah. You know, and people just, they, they like can't grasp that that can be a potential reality so instead of instead of somebody sitting there, like, because we struggled with this with you for like a year. Yeah, a long time. Of like, Joe. I was so could, fixated on Joe, money. Yeah, and just for those of you who don't know, like, Joe was very fixated on money. He was very scarcity, and he would have like a really good two months of business, and then he would self-sabotage. Yep. And then he had like two, three months of good business, and then he would self-sabotage. And it wasn't until it clicked like fully of just like, man, money's not real. Yeah. Like, money just comes as a byproduct of being myself yeah. and helping people and doing what I was put on this earth to do. And when you have that money, dispersing that out to people, like we've got a videographer right here. We've got a videographer right there. He's on his phone. He's on his phone texting right now. He's texting <laughs> on the job. We're going to have to pull his salary. Um, well, like we got a whole crew of people here now, yeah. you know? And it's like, it's because you finally were like, okay. Yeah. Like I actually can do this. And then you did do this. And like, now you're doing it 20K plus months. And like, yeah. that's, fucking incredible yeah you know what i mean because now you're able to give other people jobs like yeah. you you're blessed that you can be a blessing for other people mm-hmm. and i, I think people just focus too much on like well and this is where i struggled a lot too when i first started like okay my living expenses are six thousand a month so as long as i'm as long as i'm making at least six thousand dollars a month i'm okay yeah. right like that's the headspace is the conversations that we have to ourselves. i even still sometimes have that conversation yeah right? like i lose one client and i'm like oh my god okay i like pull out all my sheets i'm yeah. like oh yeah oh you know but i'm like you know okay as long as i have this many i like i'm fine yeah and it's just like it's easy i like everybody falls into that right like anxiety sometimes you like get a downward spiral or negative talk of like oh shit like i'm gonna fail yeah like i I still battle that but i think that people think that like that doesn't exist when you hit a certain point and like that's just not true you know like some people might not talk about it but like that's 100 percent true. do you feel like the more successful you get the more negative self-sabotage and self-talk that you kind of do to yourself no no i think it, i think that in order to reach a new level of success you have to learn how to quiet that voice faster yeah i think that's the only difference yeah because like i still have probably the same amount of conversations about that every single week but the difference is how fast i'm able to get myself out of that state okay right yeah because like usually it would, sometimes it would last me like two to three days and now it yeah. lasts me like two to three minutes yeah you know so it's like I, i've gotten that much more time back in my week because it's like you know like i've been doing this for 10 years like yeah i've been through i've been through all the shit all the suck i've been through the social media backlash i've been through one-sided stories i've been through you know i've been through so many bad seasons and like i'm still here and back better than ever so it's like i feel like eventually after you get the shit beat out of you enough times and you still are breathing then you're like i got this yeah you know yeah i was gonna that's that's definitely one of the hardest things right you know it's you know i've yeah (laughs) i think uh 
I think something that, you know, Alyssa and I have definitely struggled with the most has definitely been like, um, not being like emotionally reactive. Um, and that's, you know, cause it's one of those things that the second something bad happens, we tend to, the whole world is going to collapse. Oh, this yeah. is going to oh, happen. God. This is, you know, X, Y, and Z. And we tend to do this instead of just, and you know, one of the things that Alyssa and I have done, um, when that happens or like if we get into an argument or this or that, you know, we start going crazy is we'll usually just have to like take a step back and just literally be like, all right, let's just chill for like hour, two hours, walk it off. Let just don't yeah. even think about it. Just cool down and then kind of go from there. And I think when you do the same thing about um, anything else that's kind of going on in life, right? Mm -hmm. Anything that kind of happens, you're just kind of like take a step back, take 24 hours, relax, breathe. It like the world. Right. Yeah, and when you realize the world doesn't end when you don't do something, kind of helps a little bit. Well, it's it's like fear can do two different things, right? Right. It can immobilize you, or it can like force you to move forward. Yeah. And whether we want to think about this or not, like we're still in our own type of animal kingdom, yeah. right? Like as humans, like we're still animals, right? And if you look at animals in the wild, there's two different types of animals when they feel fear. There's the ones that run and there's the ones that attack. Yeah. And the ones that attack are the top of the food chain and the ones that run are the ones who get eaten. Yeah. So the choice is ours, right? right. I'm going to choose to fight and attack every single time. Right. I've, uh, I think I'm very proud to say that there's never been a single time in my life where I've like ran right. or retreated. And it's like, I've lost everything like 15 times. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like I've lost everything 15 times. And like, I, I actually just had, um, another conversation with uh, my buddy Matt. I don't know if you know what's going on in crypto right now, but like everybody's losing everything. Yeah. Right. And like one of the main exchanges that we have all of our money on is like bankrupt. And they're like, sorry. Yeah. Like we can't give you any money back. And he's like freaking out. And I'm like, yeah, like I pretty much all the money that I've had access for the last like five years is basically in God's hands now. Yeah. <laughs> like for me, you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. literally like $800,000 yeah. worth of just like, yeah. if this goes bankrupt and yeah. he's like how are you fucking how are you not freaking out right now and i'm like <laughs> i don't know yeah you know but i think that it's how it's just like what, what your focus is yeah like i've never i've never been fear-based to the point where like i've saved a lot of money or made a lot of money or doubled down on like five investments at a time and like been like okay now i can now right. i can rest right, right right like whether or not like i, I live poor yeah I live well below my means. I don't spend on crazy stuff. And there's never a time where I have a set amount of money where I go, okay, now I can back off. Yeah. I'm always, I always just have urgency. Yeah. And that's why any excess money in my account either goes back into the business or it goes into an investment. I don't like having money in my bank account. Yeah. Like if somebody looked at my personal bank account, they'd be like, Nick, you're poor. <laughs> I don't think I've, I don't even think I have $3,000 in my personal bank account. Yeah. Like that's, that's real shit. Yeah. I don't even think I have $3,000 in there. Yeah. And that's how I prefer it. Yeah. Because if I look, if I open up my bank account and I see five hundred, six hundred, $700,000 in there, you know what I start doing? Spending. Relaxing. Oh, yeah. That's I start it. relaxing. I don't spend. I'm frugal. I really do. Yeah. I really am. Like, um, like I start relaxing. Yeah. It stops becoming, we need to grow. It yeah. stops becoming, we need to help more people. It stops becoming, how do we get more leads? How do we sign more people? How do we get add-ons? How do we create more content? Right. Like it just becomes, oh, we got money. Like, let's sit back. Let's relax. Let's plan a little bit. Right. That's the retreat. Yeah. That's the, yeah. Oh, I was scared and now I'm comfortable. So I'm going to let off the gas. Yeah. Like 
I could lose, and I've lost everything multiple times, unfortunately, from being an idiot. Yeah. But um, I, I, I'm very confident that I could lose every single thing that I own tomorrow down to zero dollars in my bank account, and I could make it all back in a year. Yeah. I'm very confident about that because like yeah. my life doesn't change whether yeah. or not I'm making that amount of money or not. And I think um, that was also something that helped me click too. Is just like, okay, if you wake up and your bank account's empty, I mean, like, what would you do? You just, you just, just keep, work. yeah, you just keep yeah. doing exactly right, what well, you're doing. Yeah. All right. Back to work. And that's, and when you realize that you're kind of just like, okay, yeah, money's, and it just doesn't really exist. You yeah. know what I mean? Money's, money's just value. It's like a perception of value. It's, it's literally a concept, you know, um, like money's not, money's literally not real. It's only real because we, we say that it's real. Like we could say like, okay, for my mic stand, I'm using like a fucking Ikea <laughs> drill. Like I'm tall. All right. Yeah. Um, but it's like one day we could say like, Hey, this is now what we use as like the metric of value. Yeah. So you're like, hey, Nick, will you mentor me? I'm like, yes, for, for 18 boxes of power drills. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, people would be like, oh, wow, that's so expensive. It's yeah. just because our concept around what we're trading is different, right? Yeah. Like money is what you give, value is what you receive. And people worry too much. It's like, I don't have the money to give. And it's like, then be more valuable Yeah, and you will have more money. Money follows value. So for people that are in the situation of like, okay, they... There's a hair right here. It's just bugging the shit out of me. <laughs> I can't even look at you. I just look at it. All right, <laughs> um, for people that are in the situation of like, because uh, I, I, I feel like I hear this all the time, right? Oh, like I want to do X, Y, and Z, but I just can't afford it or this or that. Mm -hmm. What's like one thing that you can tell those people that'll you know, hopefully kind of change that perspective on it. Right? right. Where it's like, Oh, like I want to do, let's just say, for example, mentorship or online coaching. Oh, I want to do mentorship. Oh, it's okay. three grand a month. Oh, I, you know, I can't afford that. Right? right. And they, you know, and even if they break down their expenses or I only work one job or this or that, like for maybe someone who is truly trying, right. Truly trying in the sense of like they're working multiple jobs or they're trying to figure out this or that, um, you know, saving expenses, whatever it may be. What's something that you can hopefully tell them that maybe kind of change their perspective? To well, yeah. So like if somebody and like, I'm probably going to get like canceled for this. It's like if somebody pops up to me and they're like, Nick, I really like want to work with you as a mentor. Right. And like, yeah. for those of you guys who don't know, like a, a mentorship with me is like, I do literally everything. Like yeah. I, do, I do everything. We do yeah. like personal development. We do life coaching. We do NLP. We do business scaling. We do like, we, I mean, we do literally everything. Like yeah, whatever yeah. I can do. To help somebody is like that's what i do yeah we hop on calls every single week and like my time is an extremely valuable commodity like it's super valuable to me right so like yeah if you want that like i know what i can provide for people i know how i can grow you i know how i can help you with business so like that costs money yeah and when people are like oh i can't afford it right now i'm like that's that's exactly why you should do it yeah like what do you you know what yeah. i mean like that's isn't that why you're on the call yeah because you aren't in a position that you want to be in yeah you know and i think that we were like oh I, I get this with fitness coaching all the time like oh i i just I want to wait until I can like do this for X amount of time first and then I'll sign up. I'm yeah. like, the fact that you can't do that is why you should sign up. Yeah. People think that like, oh, I need to get the results that I would get with a coach first before I get a coach. And yeah. it's like, no, <laughs> you get a coach to get the results that you want to get. Yeah. So when people are like scared to make an investment on somebody who's going to help them improve their lives or help them be more valuable or help them. I mean, honestly, I think fitness coaching is one of the most important things on the planet. Yeah. And, you know, again, that's why it's such a big business that everyone is trying to tap it's into. Booming. It, yeah. it, it's level. It's ground one of anything you want to do consciousness wise. Yeah. Right. Like you can't elevate your mind. You can't get into an emotionally sound spot if you're struggling with your physique. Because yeah. it is such a it's such a 
baseline foundational thing that you have to have in order to build everything else off of. Yeah. So people are like, I just can't afford it right now. I'm like, dude, you can't afford to not do this. Like yeah. how much time do you think you have on this world? It's yeah. like, it's just beyond me. Yeah. Like I'm over here stressing out like, fuck dude, I only got like 80 years left max. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to get everything done that I want to get done. Yeah. And people are like, I'm going to wait until next year. I'm like, for what? Yeah. You know? And like, usually what I'll tell people, I'm like, there's, essentially there's two futures that you can choose right now you can either make an investment in yourself that is actually let me say the other one first you're either going to keep doing exactly what you're doing yeah. and keep experiencing the same exact experiences over and over and over again and right. saying oh i have bad luck yeah yeah or you're going to make that investment in yourself and people always say like oh, man like i don't know like i'm sure you get this all the time like it's a lot of money yeah or like I don't know. It's that's, kinda, a, that's a car payment. Right. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. You care more about the body you drive instead of the body that you live in. Yeah. Tell me whose priorities messed up. Right. And it's like, if somebody, like if you're going to invest in yourself in like a coach or a mentor or anything like that, like if you're going to invest in yourself, that investment needs to make you go. Because if it doesn't give you that, ooh, then you're not going to change. Yeah. You're not going to commit to it. You're not going to say like, okay, I'm, I'm spending this. Like I need to give, I need to go all in on myself. Yeah. And it's like, that's the secret. People are like, how dare you charge what you charge? Like I, my friend, um, Amanda Bucci gets this all the time. She does like tens of thousands of dollars to work with her for the year. That's yeah. awesome. Good for her. Yeah. Right. Like people pay that and she changes people's lives. Yeah. Love that girl. She's an yeah. amazing woman. People hate her. Because they go, you charge so much. You're a con artist. I'm yeah. like, how are you a con artist if somebody's in the position to spend that money and then they improve? Yeah. And they think that their investment was worth it and they got a return. Like, who the hell are you to put a value right. on somebody because you don't understand what you can actually accomplish if you were to make that investment and go all in on yourself? Well, and a lot of a lot of people forget, like, you know, the time that's spent your 10 years of, of coaching, right? Mentorship, mm -hmm. fitness coaching, all that stuff, owning a gym, business, all these different things. Um, all of those tie into, you know, uh, all those tie into, you know, what you offer and what you provide, right. which, which is why your time is so valuable, which is why things get expensive. Like the, the longer you're in the business, Right, the but, more expensive that things. But here's the thing: get. is it's not it's not expensive. It's just the more value you have. Yeah, well, exactly, exactly, and that's money what I'm saying. Is, like, value is money. That's yeah. it. Right. If I go, if I, if so, let's just say this: if I say, hey, it took me probably eight years, I would say, from like when I first started working for myself, it took me eight years to like do seven figures, right? right. Do my first seven figures, and like. If I had learned and knew every, if I had, if I just wasn't a conky asshole and actually just hired a mentor, yeah, I don't even know where I would be right now. That's okay, but it's like if what I did in seven years, now I have an additional three years of experience on top of that, yeah. And if what I've learned in these last ten years can make what I did in seven years, you do it in one. How valuable is that? Yeah, because for me, time is my most valuable resource. So if I can save you six years to get you to where I was. Yeah. There's a lot of value behind that. But right. People, people freak out and get triggered by cost, but it's only because they don't see themselves as that valuable so that they can't even perceive 
that another human being could be that much more valuable. And the only reason they get triggered by that is because they think that money is the metric to measure value. And, yeah. And value is the metric to measure money. Let that one sit on the top of the stove and sizzle for a little bit. Yeah. I was going to say for sure. <laughs> now what's, um, so we kind of talked about business and all that stuff. Right. Diving more into kind of uh, the relationship based stuff. Okay. Um, you know, cause that's kind of what we try and do. You know, if Alyssa was here, right. it would have been great. Mates. Yeah, it exactly. Makes it makes sense. Exactly. Um, I mean, you've gone through relationships. I mean, you've gone through, like you've gone through a lot of shit, right? Yeah, that's what they tell me. What, uh, that's what they tell me. What, I mean, if you could kind of summarize one important thing, I mean, I think one of the biggest things that you taught Alyssa and I was kind of just effective communication mm -hmm. is kind of one of the big things. I mean, I think that from our past relationships, I think that we walked into this relationship with a lot better communication, but there's always still things to improve on. Right. right. And so I think that improving the way we communicate with each other, improving the, you know, the way we react to communication and things like that has really kind of shaped our relationship and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But what advice can you give to people maybe in a relationship? Um, yeah, just in a relationship okay. in general, just kind of going into I, uh, I, I think I'm going to, I'm going to preface this with what you and I talked about before this podcast. Yeah. Cause it's like, I'm sure people on this podcast know about my last relationship yeah. or they know one side of the right. story of my last relationship. Cause I didn't share cause I'm not a clown. Yeah. I don't perform for the circus. <laughs> um, I just don't, right? And um, it can be very easy for people to be like, you know, how dare Nick give relationship advice when his last relationship was so awful? And it's like, well, what do you think qualifies somebody to learn lessons? Right. What do you think qualifies somebody to know exactly what not to do than by doing what you shouldn't do and then learning from it? Like that's it's 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 like the you know what i mean like it just doesn't make sense to me that people are like how did like you were fat when you were six like how dare you be a fitness coach and it's like well that's the reason i'm a fitness coach is because i was a fat ass and i didn't know what to do yeah you know and i i learned yeah. from my mistakes and now right. i help other people not make my same mistakes so just wanted to throw that out there before people are like fuck him which they're probably still gonna do that anyway that's like that's like the same thing of like going up to the biggest guy in the gym and being like yo what do you do for your first cycle right oh don't do this you know don't do it to x y and z doesn't qualify him in any way other than just he's big i did this yeah he's big you're big yeah i want to be like you i yeah. did this and don't do that you know what i mean okay I mean, that's a whole other tangent I'm not, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not even gonna i'm not even gonna, i'm not even gonna go into that okay so like my my best advice for relationships um and take this with a grain of salt, right? This is just what has now worked amazing for me in my current relationship is I think that understanding more oftentimes, not this obviously isn't for everybody, but um, I think for a large majority of people, especially in the society we live in with like social media and like, you know, hookup culture and, you know, all this yeah. shit. Like it's really easy to think the grass is greener. Yeah. It's, it's really easy to get in a fight with your spouse and be able to get immediate validation from an, an external source like like that yeah you know and like snakes are in the grass everywhere yeah and um you know it's like you're like oh yeah we're fighting and they're like oh you shouldn't have to put up with that there's no way that you know she should talk to you or he should talk to you like that and it's yeah. like yeah there absolutely fucking is right yeah. like if you're being an asshole like you deserve to be told you're an asshole yeah but it's really easy for somebody outside being like see they don't love you um you shouldn't right. talk to you like that you right. deserve to be honored right and it's like you do you're right but i think understanding that you're more than likely bringing trauma from a past into a relationship. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like something that Jesse is my girlfriend now, something that Jesse and I were both very, very clear on was like, Hey, I'm still working through this because this is what happened. And she was like, I'm still working on this and this is what happened. And it's like, cool. 
you know? So like when, when those sorts of things come up, instead of us like not talking about it and making up our own stories and acting accordingly, yeah. it's like, we stop and we're like, okay, wow, I, I see you're upset. Like what, what was that? Yeah. And then she's like, I don't know. I don't know. Or like, I'm like, I don't know. And we're both like, no, no, no. Like sit with it. Like let's, let's really like bring up what was that? Yeah. And I was like, you know, oh wow. You know, when, when you did this, like it actually like completely triggered me back into this time. And I just, I started spiraling and it's like, oh wow. I didn't realize that me doing that triggers that. So like, thank you for telling me. And now that provides me an opportunity to create a safer space for her around a certain thing. Yeah. And I think that at least in my last relationship, right? It was like, I was so just like, okay, like tell me what you want. Yeah. And she was like, well, I shouldn't have to tell you. You should just want to do those things. And I'm like, well, I mean, no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Like I can't fix what I'm unaware of. Yeah. And for that, like that was, you know, there was a lot of other things that were wrong in that relationship, but like no hate, all love. But uh, that, that part was very frustrating. Yeah. Right. It was like months and months and months of like, well, you've never done this. I'm like, you've never asked me to do that. Yeah. And it's like, well, you shouldn't just know. I'm like, well, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm well, especially, things, especially when we're frustrated, we like to paint a picture of like, oh, well, what would the perfect, you know, boyfriend, what would the perfect girlfriend yeah. look like? Right. They yeah. should be doing X, Y, and Z. And, the, and it's, it's really just unrealistic. It's like, if you're not massaging my feet and you know, reading me a bedtime story and cooking me breakfast, like yeah. you're, you don't actually love me. Yeah. And you, you know, yeah. we're all human beings. Like we all fuck up. We all have bad days. We all have trauma. We all have just triggers that pop up, you know? Yeah. And like, there was, a, there was a really big trigger for me. Um, in my last relationship, I just get super frustrated every time alcohol was involved because it was just never, it was always annoying. Yeah. It was always something I had to deal with. Yeah. And I was just like, I'm not doing this anymore. And I would get pissed and I would honestly not handle it the best. And I would like, just talk down, yeah. you know, like, ugh, like, okay. Like what, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just like that type of shit. Cause I was frustrated and I didn't know how to like really, lead myself out of that situation yeah so it was like i'm like trying to dictate another you know but like at the end of the day it's like if that's what somebody wants to do that's that's amazing like yeah. there's absolutely nothing wrong with that but because i didn't like it it was like i was trying to change another person instead of just being like yeah this isn't for me peace yeah you know and i yeah. think that that's like the best advice i can give somebody is don't turn your relationship into a dictatorship yeah of like hey that's toxic or like hey don't do that hey yeah. that hurts me i don't want you to do that anymore Instead of just saying like, hey, when you do that, it makes me feel this way. It triggers this. And if they don't respect that, leading yourself out of the relationship. Yeah. Instead of holding on to the potential of what you think it could be. Right. Because that was where that was where my downfall was. Right. It was like, it could be this. It could be so much better. And like, don't get me wrong. There were many amazing, amazing parts of that relationship. There yeah. really were. Um, but there were more bad. <laughs> yeah. What about for someone maybe in a... Uh, maybe just getting over a breakup or someone who's had a toxic relationship or something like that, dealing with those types of things, right? I think, so And this is something that I think um, Alyssa and I talked about in, um, I don't know if we talked, I don't know if we ever talked about this on the podcast, but this is something that, you know, I kind of held with, with my last relationship, right? Um, I literally, like with my, with my ex-girlfriend, I had, you know, I broke up and I, just wanted to be single basically mm. like that was the reason why i kind of did it is i was just kind of like well i'm getting a lot more attention now right because at the time i was just getting into kind of like fitness kind of getting into social media and stuff like that so i was getting a lot more attention so i was kind of like okay like this is kind of where i want to go and i kind of just broke things off and just kind of like left and then after i left i was like it's not better over here like being single and doing this and right. the hookup culture and whatnot like i don't enjoy that so then trying to go back into it and then i went back into it and then 
I reminded myself of all the things that I hated, right? Of like, so anytime something happened, instead of looking, basically anytime something happened, um, like talking back to, or talking to my ex again, I was just kind of like, oh, like that, that pisses me off so much, mm-hmm. right? That pisses this me off so much. This is why I like, left. This is why I left, yeah. right? Exactly. So I kind of just kept doing that. And then over time it became like, well, you piss me off, but like, I want to like almost like piss you off too. So then I was, yeah, I became um, the toxic one and I became the one trying to control everything. I and, think that just to pause it real quick. I think that people in general, like abuse the word toxic. Yeah. Like it's like, Oh my God, he's so toxic. Oh my God. Our relationships are toxic. It's like really what we're trying to say is like, we're wounded. Yeah. You know? And like when you look at an animal, like if you're, dog had like a massive gash on his leg and you're trying to get to him he's probably gonna growl yeah right he's probably gonna bite he's probably gonna act out of his character because he's wounded yeah we are just like i said earlier like animal kingdom we are still animals yeah and it's like you don't you don't sit here and tell a dog like oh that dog's toxic don't ever talk to him again yeah because he had a gash that wasn't healed right (laughs) when it finally heals he's he's an amazing dog again yeah and it's like when it comes to humans we're like fuck you yeah. And it just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, no, exactly. And so it wasn't until after, you know, I met Alyssa and I left that I was kind of just like, I was kind of the piece of shit one, right? Like mm-hmm. I was the, I was the toxic, the controlling one in that relationship. I was trying to control something I didn't even really want right, right anymore. I was just kind of like, I still want to have my hand and stay. You were trying to, you were trying things. to morph it into what you wanted. Yeah. I was trying to morph it mm-hmm. into what I wanted. Um, and so it just creates, you know, unhealthy relationships and stuff like that. But yeah, you're right. Like the, 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 um, things that we go through and the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? No idea. The, uh, um, you said it, you said it earlier, the, um, trauma, trauma, trauma. Yeah. yeah, That narrows it down. (laughs) The, the trauma, the trauma that you go through, you know, definitely kind of like shapes how you are, but again, just like, yeah, just, just like what you were saying, um, you have to kind of like, you have to make mistakes to kind of like realize <laughs> what to do and what not to do. Yeah. Right. And to kind of like grow from them. Right. Like, and to this thought of being completely perfect. And I know that it's something for in business, for example, that stressed me out. Like anytime I made a mistake in business, I beat myself down because I'd look at other people, my same age. Right. And I'd be like, I bet they didn't do that. Right. Right. And it was just kind of like, no, they probably did. And the reason why they are where they are now is because so they've, they've it. experienced it. They've right? already done and they've it. said like, Oh shit. Like, you know, if you stick your hand over hot fire, you're like, wow, that's hot. I'm not going to do that. I was again. literally just about to use that as this. That's funny. <laughs> Look at that. Great mind single light. Um, I lost it. I had something. <sighs> Damn. Took your flame. I had something. What were you saying? I was just saying like, you know, you, once something happens, you're kind of like, now that doesn't excuse, that doesn't excuse like, Oh, I can go out and make a mistake. And like, just come back and be like, oh, oh well, like now I, I did it. Yeah, like now that I did it, it's okay. Like it's okay. I learned right. from it now. It's just kind of like, but at the same time too, you know, we make mistakes. Like that's literally, you know, Adam and Eve, right? It's literally. Oh boy, now we're getting religious. Here okay, hang oh, on, boy, hang on. Right. Sorry, sorry. Um, I think okay. So I think that like, if I had beaten myself, up, if I if I really had beaten myself up for every mistake in my life, like I'd be bludgeoned to death. Yeah. Like I would I'd literally be dead. Yeah. Right, because I fuck up. I mean, this is probably at least one time a day where I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, shit, I fucked up. Yeah. And like, we just don't think that fuck ups happen. And like, that's just like how people learn. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, let's look at, <laughs> let's like, let's look at doctors. Yeah. Right. Like, who do you think the very first doctor was? <laughs> like, uh, what is this? Oh, shit. Right. Like, oh, yeah. he dead. 
Yeah. Right? And then eventually that doctor saved somebody's life. Yeah. And everybody was like, he's a wizard. Yeah. And he was like, well, there's actually like 37 carcasses back here <laughs> that I fucked up on first, but now I can save people's lives. Right. And now I am going to, because then, and then people started going to that. This is where qualifications come into play, yeah. right? Like how are you qualified to do this? Right. Yeah. Like that doctor was like, I'm going to cut this leg off and see what happens. Yeah. Right. And then eventually he did so much random shit so much that he got good. And other people were like, Hey man, you're really good. Do you mind if I learn from you? Yeah. And then he was like, sure, this is what I do. And then they were done. And he was like, great here's a piece of paper that says I showed you what I did after yeah. I killed 45 people. Yeah. And then they go around waving this paper. Right? right. Now, like obviously people can stretch what I just said and be like, he's saying, go be a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like there's obviously schooling and stuff that you need to have for certain things to, to be realistic, but I don't think you need qualifications to help people. Yeah. I think if somebody comes up to you in a relationship or like anything, like people go, who, how are you qualified to talk about trauma? So it's like, what if my partner comes to me with a trauma and I hold space for them and I help them through it, and it betters our relationship. Like you're just opening up about but, your experience, but, but yeah. that's my qualification. Yeah. Right. But if my partner comes to me and is like, "I'm experiencing this trauma," and I'm like, "Go see your therapist." Yeah. Right. Like the, you know what I mean. That, that, that doesn't solve. But anything. that's that's where my issue is with that whole culture right. around that is like, if I can provide a space to help my partner, I'm going to do it. Right. And and like the people that I help, the people yeah. that I serve, my clients that I have, like if they come to me for something, I'm. I'm going to help them. Yeah. Cancel me all you want. Lock yeah. me in prison. Yeah. You know, but just circling it back to um, relationships. I think it just be really easy to identify. This actually just goes way more broad than relationships. I think it'd be really easy to identify with who you've been. Yeah. And not who you are. Right. You know, because you're not, you're not what you've done. You're what you've overcome. Right. And, that's where I think people need to focus. Yeah, because you can't, you can't, uh, like once once something's done and it's happened, right? It's it's over, right? That like there's nothing you can do to change it, right? right? And so it's how you overcome and how you grow from that experience, moving forward mm -hmm. to be able to, you know, change and kind of go from that, right? You don't look at, uh, you know, you don't look at, you know, maybe maybe you get a, maybe you know, let's just say you get into a relationship with someone who, um, who I don't know. I don't know the situation I'm trying to create here. Um, maybe you kind of, I don't think any of us do, <laughs> yeah. uh, but I'm saying like, maybe, you know, maybe someone's done some things in the past, some fuck shit. Yeah. Some fuck shit. Okay. Some like really fuck shit, really right? fuck like, shit. like, you know, something happened and they like slashed tires and like, shit. Like oh, that. okay. I was, like, I was going like, to go like, like blew my dad type of that too. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's also an option. Right. 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 I didn't but, know. Um, I mean, really fuck shit has a lot. I, but You're right, tires. you know, tires. Yes. How do you, you know, I think it's, I think it's tough to, you know, I think as humans, we always have our gut up, right? Because we're always scared to kind of get hurt. Right. And that comes from, you know, growing up and learning, you know, oh, you know, when I, people actually do suck. Yeah. When I, when I perform well, even, even though like I was the best player in the game, my coach still was mad at me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like you grow up and you go through all those things and then we start to kind of have like a guard up. And then as we go through relationships, those guards get bigger and whatnot. And at the same time too, you can't like walking into something, you can't always have a guard up every single time. At some point that guard has to come down so that you can try again, right? Like that, that trust has to kind of go there. And I think your partner has to create that for you. Right. And it's like, you well, can't, just because you had a shitty experience at the doctor doesn't mean you can't ever say, I can't ever go to the doctor again, right? 
I haven't been to the doctor since I was like 12 because okay. I had a shitty experience at the doctor. <laughs> Straight up. But like, Straight if up. you, if like, I mean, if you're dying and right. they're like, oh, we're going to take you to the emergency room. No. I can't go. No. Right. Let like, me die. Like, yeah. Last time, you know? Yeah. So it's like at a certain point, you do have to knock down walls. Right. And that comes with, again, creating a safe space. And uh, yeah. It, but like you, you, it takes two. Yeah. It's like everything. It takes two. And like, this is something that I'm like beyond blessed to have like Jesse in my life. Yeah. Because Jesse has... I, that that woman has so much knowledge. Yeah. It's just like it's unreal, and right. she's so incredibly nurturing and so incredibly understanding, but also challenges me. Yeah, and like all of those things together is like, it's like you you finally meet somebody and you never, you didn't realize what you were missing yeah. until you find them. Right, and then it was like wow, everything else now makes sense. Yeah, you know, and like. I don't know if Jesse's the one, right? but I know she's the one right now yeah. and that's what matters. But she has been so good. When we first started dating, like I was very, very closed off. Yeah. I was very surface level. I was very just like here up and didn't want to do anything here down. Yeah. And she would call me on it. Yeah. We would be kissing and she would stop and be like, you're not even here right now. I'd be like, what are you talking about? Yeah. She'd be like, I can, like, I can feel that you're not present. Yeah. And that was like, it, then it started stressing me out because I was like, "Fuck!" Like, you know, this, this like, it just is a very powerful, very independent woman, right? And it's like, it, it, it kind of was that point where I started getting stressed out. I was like, "Fuck!" Like, if I don't, if I don't <laughs> shape up, like, she's gonna leave. Like, yeah. she won't stay. She doesn't yeah. need to. Yeah. And that was wildly attractive to me, to be honest. Yeah. Like, she was just like, "Yo, like, you're not giving me what I need. Like, I will leave." Yeah. And I was like, oh, "Fuck, I love you so much." <laughs> you know but like it really forced me like it, it gave me urgency yeah of like fuck i need to get these walls down like i yeah. need to do i thought i did the work but like i need to do more work in a relationship sense and like i'm still working on it but showing your partner progress showing your partner that you are willing to do the work and like you understand that work does need to be done and being able to have a union to both do that together is life yeah you know exactly no that's perfect yeah what a way to uh i think that's a good spot to to end the podcast there perfect life 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 <laughs> um yeah but um but yeah man i hope this guy i hope this like helped you guys out a lot you know like i said nick's really helped Alyssa and i um through like a lot of stuff together as well as a lot of stuff just personally um so if you guys are interested in doing a mentorship with nick i mean you're you're pretty full, but you're always you're always taking yeah always taking more. Um, my <laughs> slots are full right now, but yeah. I uh, I have a wait list. Yeah, you, you can know, always, you can always um, hop on the wait list. I have, I have a wait list to uh, work with people. You know, we do fitness coaching. Um, we do a little bit of everything. You know, like truly, my my goal is to just help all of you win and do so by not making the same mistakes I did. Yeah, you know, and I think that just if I was going to leave you leave you guys with one thing of knowledge right yeah. one little nugget from this podcast is that your mess is your message and i think that people try to like withhold mistakes yeah like they're they're like scared to talk about things right and like again i can sound like a hypocrite here because i didn't really defend myself right during that my whole last situation because i one didn't feel like i needed to because it was very clear yeah um but two my story is coming yeah but it's coming in a way that is going to help people learn. Yeah. And I think that when you guys can look at everything you've done in your life 
good and bad, and see that all of them are actually just stories that you now get to share to help other people get better, that's when they stop controlling you because you start controlling them. Yeah. I like that. Thanks. <laughs> did, you, did you write that down ahead of time? Or I didn't, actually. Pop off? Yeah. Well, it's actually, I, that was kind of like a section I wrote in my book already. But oh, whoa, whoa. When's it, that that plug. book's, book's going to come out at some point, huh? Yeah. Um, this year? I'm hoping. Yeah. Okay. So uh, my book's called Surrender, and it's basically just like everything that I learned in life that was really, really fucking hard that would have been easier if I had just surrendered. Yeah. It's, it's all, it's actually, I'm actually like very, very proud of it. I'm really excited. to. Do I get one of the first copies? Sure. You're going to make it an ebook too? I am. I'm going to do an audio book. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to do an actual, I'm going to do an actual paperback because I love love books. Another, another thing too is Nick's podcast, uh, Headstrong is freaking incredible. You're actually like, so one of the like top podcasts we on, we hit top 12 in entrepreneurs yeah, podcasts on, that's freaking uh, crazy yeah which is nuts i was like oh you know i got like the report and i was like oh, okay that's, yeah that's that's pretty cool yeah you know back to work yeah and uh yeah i you know we may have dropped some points since then because it's like you know it always fluctuates but we did yeah. hit top 12 yeah and um so nick's podcast headstrong is on spotify and apple correct. podcast yep. yep and it's freaking incredible you guys should definitely check it out um you Thank know you. like i said we've I've listened to, I think almost all of them, probably not the more, I haven't listened to all the recent ones, but I, interesting, (laughs) but I've listened, I've listened to all the, all the ones and a lot of them were like really, really strong. And especially in times where like I kind of wavered myself or like my own self thoughts, Mm -hmm. I would just hop in, hop into the car wherever I was going and I just throw one of the podcasts on. I just listen to it and just kind of digest it. And it was always one of those things where it's just kind of like, okay. And I would just kind of like recenter myself, which is, and that's something that I feel like a lot of people kind of neglect, right? Is there is resources and there's information everywhere. Oh my God. Literally everywhere. I get DMs on the daily of like, I'm this old, this much body weight. I'm at weigh this much. What do I do to lose weight? And I's like, dude, there's information. Click, literally type exactly that into YouTube and click enter. <laughs> yeah. There's literally information <laughs> everywhere, right? And that's, that's not the issue. The issue is that people always just want something like handed to them so i want to i just want to like i know you're not meaning it this way but i just want to like take this because i feel like some influencers are fucking assholes with this yeah i know you're not um but it also like people digesting this they can hear us talking about that and be like oh shoot i'm an idiot if i reach out to people and say that because like for you influencers listening stop being pieces of shit to people because when people ask you a question they could easily Google, it's like, yeah, but they trust you more than Google. Yeah. They feel a connection to you. They're looking to you for leadership. Right. And it's like when I made that shift to see it that way, yeah. I felt very empowered when people would send me questions. Yeah. Dude, people people DM me questions. I'm always sending audios in my DMs. Yeah. Like those are my fucking people, man. Yeah. Like those people believed in me when nobody else would. Those yeah. people have been with me through so many walks of life. Like the least I can fucking do is send them an audio message to help them with something. Yeah. Because if we can help people for free, that's what I think is where everybody gets pissed. Yeah. Like, we'll pay for my services. I was like, what if they can't? Yeah. So if I can help you for free to get you to the point where then you can pay me, then like it's a return on my investment. Yeah. Right. And then you get even more help and then yeah. everybody wins. You're exactly. happy. I'm happy. And my people are happy. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I didn't want it to come off that way. No, I know. Yeah, yeah, I know yeah, it yeah, didn't. Yeah. It just, it just like sparked an idea of like, yeah. I, we should say that. But, um, you know, podcasts, books, things like that are a great way to get more information and a great way to kind of just develop yeah. yourself personally. And I'm not a big 
book person. I'm a huge yeah, book person. I, I know you are. And I, I want, like, I desperately want to be a book person. Just like, you know, that thought of, you know, with being an entrepreneur, um, you know, everyone's just like, oh, I wake up at 5 a.m. I go do X, Y, and Z and whatnot. <laughs> I don't wake up at 5 a.m. I, I can't. I can't. I, like, I, I, like, I'm trying to get myself into a better routine to be able to do that. But like, oh, dude, I don't know how the fuck people do morning routines. The morning, I, rut- the morning routines that they tell me they do, I'm like, I always see I, it on TikTok and I'm like, man, that made, stresses me out. I would have made 10K already. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what the fuck are you doing for that long? Like, yeah. why, are you, why are you waking <laughs> up, taking a 30-minute meditation, reading for an hour, going for a 10,000-step walk, doing yoga, making matcha, doing it, right? And it's like, and by the time working, you start yeah. your day, it's 3 p.m. I'm like, yeah. Jesus, I'm done. <laughs> by the time you start work, I'm done with my day. Yeah. It just it doesn't make sense to me. I yeah. literally wake up, take a piss, brush my teeth, and I go to my computer. Yeah. Like, that, <laughs> that's what I do. I'll be honest, majority of my clients, when you're seeing my check-in responses, like the first like 10 people i'm probably in my underwear like straight up i am i just i put a shirt on i put some water on my hair and i'm like let's get to work yeah now all my clients they, they check in the morning they're gonna be like Nick's in his underwear and like, that's all right awkward the value is there yeah um yeah awesome well before we keep rambling we're gonna leave it there um thank you guys so much for tuning in we will see you guys on the next one i knock a power code swell mates um you also have a code with new ethics right I do. Yeah. New ethics is a supplement company. I I know Jason very well. He's actually a a mentor of mine around like the fitness space. He taught me a lot about hormones and everything. So I work with their company. It's code NK. It's the supplements that I use for like hormone restoration for people. Okay. You know, or like hormone, hormone support. So I don't get canceled. Yeah. Support. What qualifies you? I don't know. Fucking dude. I gotta be honest with another tangent here. I've probably spent in my career over $300,000 on like mentors, courses, yeah. Like everything. Yeah, and yeah. it's like, because you don't, I've probably spent more money on my education than most people do in their college degrees. And because I do not have a college degree paper that says I have learned something, people will hate you for well, it. Well, and also like, another and I don't thing, really give a fuck. And we, we talked about this, I think in the past saying that, you know, a lot of just like basic NASM certifications and things like that really don't give people a lot of context or a lot of like education or it's, help it's to be a, able to help people. Oh my God, it's asinine. And, and, to, and this is something I was thinking about earlier when you were saying, you know, well, what qualifies me to, you know, give relationship advice when this and that? And it's like, oh, I've been through it. Well, you know, someone could technically take that same thing and say, oh, well, like I've, you know, prepped myself through a show. So now I could go and prep everyone. Dude, right? I coached, <laughs> if she's listening to this, I'm so sorry. I don't remember her name. But it was like years ago. I co- we're like, oh, we're going to stop rambling. Let me just keep rambling. Yeah. It's okay. It's good content. <laughs> it's good content. Um, I I was coached. This girl signed up to coach with me. And this was like a couple years ago. And she was like a master trainer. She had like 11 certifications through NASM. And like, I love you. She was f- literally an idiot. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, like the questions that was being asked. And like, she was like, I want to do a water fast for seven days to improve my insulin sensitivity. And I was like, how many certifications do you yeah. say you have? And like, I was like, man, if people can, okay, here's the thing. When I did my ISSA cert, it was like an eight, it was like an eight month course, right? I, I finished it in two weeks. Yeah. I didn't even study for it. I literally didn't even study for it. I went through the modules. I got hundred percent on, I got hundred percent on every single test. And then the final exam, I think I missed like three multiple choice questions. Yeah. Like to the point where the guy messaged me and was like, dude, that was amazing. Yeah. And I didn't study for it at all. Yeah. Exactly. You know, and it was just because I had done my own research yeah. up to that point. But now I have the certificate that, yeah. you know. And that, that's what a lot of people think, you know, oh, once I have that piece of paper. But I mean, 
the thing is you can have a piece of paper and still suck. Yeah. That's what people don't understand. Like I would rather not have a piece of paper and be really fucking good than have a piece of paper and suck. Cause now I'm in debt <laughs> and I suck and I'm not going to be able to make money to get myself out of debt. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. Cause I know that that's I'm definitely turning my mic off. So we stop. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Before we go any further, we'll have to do a part two next time you come Absolutely. to town. Yeah, yeah. When's the next time you're going to come to Houston? I will never be back in Houston. Okay, so we're going to take it all to San Diego. I would rather <laughs> chew my own ankle off than come back to this <laughs> this city. No, I'm just kidding. I actually love Houston a lot. Like being back, I was like, man, I actually do miss part of it. Yeah. Like the sunsets, the clouds, and like... The humidity. Yeah, the humidity, the heat, the... <laughs> <laughs> no, I, there, there is like a, a part of Houston that I think I'll always love. Yeah. Because like it gave me... Houston did give me so much. Yeah. It gave me so much. And like, I think when you can look back at everything that's ever happened to you in your life with gratitude, it just makes all that pain so much easier. Yeah, definitely. All righty, guys. We'll catch you on the next one. Peace. Wow. You almost dropped that.